You are listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I'm a business owner, a part-time digital nomad, a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and am all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome to today's episode all about detaching, the art of surrender in bringing any dream to life. So I don't know about you, but whenever I have gone out to pursue a goal or a big dream, you know, you can hustle all you want. You can do the affirmations. You can get your mindset on board, but there's some inexplicable part of the process that usually involves surrender letting go and eventually just allowing whatever bigger timeline needs to happen in order to bring your dream to life. Have you ever experienced that? It's almost like that moment when you are waiting to get a text or an email and you're watching your phone or your computer and you're like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And as soon as you say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about this anymore. I've got to go live my life. That's when the text or email comes through. I don't know about you, but I just feel like that is such a human experience. And so when I was writing my book, Your Bright Life, I knew that every single chapter touched on a part of the process of bringing a dream to life. And there had to be a chapter on detaching, on that moment when you let go and you surrender. And so that's what this episode is going to touch lightly on. We won't cover what's in the book, so if you have already read the book or you haven't gotten it yet, jump to Amazon and either grab yourself a copy or leave a review. It means so much to me. It helps the book grow and helps others find it and know what they're about to read. But today, I want to just offer another piece and perspective of this angle on detaching and how we can all learn from other women who've paved the way to do it a little bit better in our lives, to allow a little more magic in and to relax into the journey instead of feeling that grip feeling, which never really feels that good anyway, right? So here are a few practices that help with detaching, and I'd love to hear what helps you as well. I think that the first thing that you do is you get clear on what is your ultimate priority or desire with this dream. Because sometimes you can jumble a lot of different things together. You know, if you have a dream to start a business, you can kind of in your mind's eye jumble together starting the business as one dream or hitting a certain income milestone or serving a certain number of people or working in a certain number of hours. And then your priorities are all kind of mixed up before you even realize it. So I think the first thing is to be clear on what is my ultimate desire for this dream? Is it a revenue thing? Is it a number of people served? Is it that I create something that feels good to me? Is it that I'm consistent every single week? Like what is the ultimate goal? If it's something like a health goal, you may have these competing objectives of you want to gain muscle, but you also want to lose weight. You want to establish healthy habits. So like what is your ultimate desire here? What is your ultimate goal? 
That helps you get clarity, and we talk about that in chapter two of the book, Deciding, because if you have too many things going to begin with, it's really hard to laser in your efforts on bringing that one dream to life, and you can end up beating yourself up for a lot of different things for no reason, right? Just because you never got clear in the beginning of what you really, really were going to focus on this time. For your goal, what is your ultimate desire? And then is you get clear on what you're willing to do. So what do you want in experience of a dream coming to life to feel like, and what are you willing to do to get there? So maybe you have a health goal and you are like, I am willing to walk six days a week. I'm willing to add in an extra serving of vegetables to each of my meals. I'm willing to drink half my body weight in water in ounces, however that mathematically calculates, you know what I'm talking about, you know, and, but I want the experience because I want the experience to feel nourishing and to feel additive and to feel like I'm doing good things for my body instead of coming from a place of restriction. So you're both attaching what you're willing to do to get something and how you want it to feel because they're usually related. And then I think part of that picture is also being willing to say what you're not willing to do. So if you're not willing to cut out fresh fruit and to never have dessert again and to run two hours a day on the treadmill, I think it's worth claiming that as well because that's also part of how you want to experience something and to make a dream come true. So it's almost like sometimes we have this feeling of I should be willing to do everything, but I actually really like the perspective of there are some things I'm not willing to do because I don't want to sacrifice the experience feeling like this. And so for you, I think it's perfectly admirable to say, these are the things that I'm willing to do to accomplish my goal. And this is what I'm not willing to do because I want it to feel like this. I'll give an example from Jenna Kutcher, who is this incredible podcast host of the Gold Digger podcast. She's a best-selling author, someone that I really look up to both in how she's built a business and how she's balanced a happy family life and a life in general alongside building a business. And so she was talking about when her book came out, how for her, of course, there was the pressure from publishers to be on every single podcast, to travel nonstop, to promote the book, to do all kinds of book signings. But for her, her bigger priority is her children and being present for them. And so she had to really set a boundary around, here's what I'm willing to do for the book. And here's what I'm not in relation with the rest of my life. And the book is going to have to go where it goes because of that. It's going to just reach who it's meant to in the world and become what it's meant to within that beautiful container that I've set. And I really just admired that when I heard that, because how often do you feel the pressure, maybe like I do, to do every single thing and like you aren't worth achieving a certain goal unless you've thrown everything at it. And sure, there's something to be said for those seasons, but I also really love that approach of saying, here is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show up here, show up there. I'll make it work in this way, but I'm not willing to be months away from my family, to be on every midnight flight, disrupting the rest of my life, to do this or that. If it doesn't relate to this bigger picture of how I want to live and how I want to bring this dream into the world. 
So I know there's a lot of hustle culture and there may be a lot of other approaches that work for people. You know, it's a bit of a masculine feminine approach and balance as well, where maybe there's certain approaches that are like discipline, do every single thing, drive. And there's certain goals that require that. If you want to be an Olympic athlete, if you want to even run a marathon or triathlon, there may be a certain amount of this is what it takes to do it. But I think there's also many, many goals um, where you can bring in, and maybe even those ones, where you can bring in your own essence and true desire into it. So that's part of detaching is what are you willing to do for a dream? What are you not willing to do? How do you want it to feel? And then let the rest go. Know that however things turn out, you have created the experience that you want to have. You have done everything that you are willing to do and you have intentionally decided on the things that you're not willing to do. So don't beat yourself up about it after. Know that you have thoughtfully decided the experience you want to have of something and therefore the timeline it happens on, the way it comes to be is going to be the way it comes to be and the timeline it happens on. There's no sense standing in both, right? Where you're almost like, I decided very intentionally, but I'm going to beat myself up for not getting this other result on this other timeline. No, you decided this. And so allow yourself to let go. There's also this part of detaching that I talk about in the book that's kind of just allowing the magic to support you in a way, the magic of life or the universe or a higher power, whatever you believe in and call it to come in and to carry you. So when you're not gripping so hard, your hands are open to other solutions, aren't they? And so kind of open up to that and allow that. It's like the text we talked about earlier in this episode of you finally let go and that's when it happens. You finally let go of meeting the person and that's when you meet your love of your life. You finally let go of the career milestone or the objective. And then that's when you hear so many stories of all of these things coming to be for people. So it's not simplifying how hard the waiting season is in any type of area. Trust me, I get it. I love to have some control (laughs) over these things, but it's more to say there is some magic happening, isn't there? And there is some bigger timeline that just seems to work when we're willing to flow with it versus feeling so graspy and forcey um, of it. And so that's just my wish for you in any area of your life that resonates. Maybe that stage of building a business when it's hard. I've been there. It's really hard sometimes and it's really hard to let go. But just some encouragement around maybe you take a look and you revisit what are you willing to do for this? What are you not? And therefore, how do you want this experience to feel? And then allowing yourself to let the rest go because you've already intentionally chosen what you're willing to do and why and what you're not and why. And so let the results be what they are and also invite in some support and serendipities from the universe or whatever supports you. So that's kind of detaching in another light. um, If you read the book, I hope this adds just another angle to it and If you haven't yet, but you want to hear more about this, um, then definitely check out Your Bright Life on Amazon. The tagline is get clear on what you want, overcome self-doubt, and bring your dreams to life. So you get to take, you get to get clear on what your dreamiest life looks like, your brightest life, and focus on one of those dreams and really bring it to life throughout each chapter of the book 
walking through how do you overcome the fears that come up and the self-talk and how do you release and detach and let go? How do you allow yourself to shine? How do you pivot when it's time to dream a new dream? And so each chapter touches on one of those stages and so many others. So I hope that this gives you some light in your week and thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. If you love this episode, share it with a friend or on Instagram stories and tag me so I can thank you and can't wait to chat with you next week. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, I have two things you are going to love. One is a free copywriter training full of five steps to build a profitable copywriting business as your own boss, no matter how much experience you're starting with. Copywriting is what took me from a nine to five to freedom as my own boss to travel, choose my schedule, replace my corporate income, and have time to work on creative projects like this podcast. And I'd love to give other women the same opportunity. Another, of course, is my book, Your Bright Life. You can find it on Amazon or Audible, where I narrate the audiobook. So it's kind of like a podcast in book form. All of these things are in the podcast show notes. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate you and your review so much. And I'll see you back here next Thursday.